0: Welcome to Connect with DP City, ADP City Church Podcast.
1: Some of the best conversations I've had is with YouTube weapons, you know. I'm going to say something pretty controversial right now. Based
0: on my Yo Mama tagline, right?
2: No, Santiago is amazing. Miss Torrey is definitely raised an amazing, amazing young man. We're super um, just thankful not only to be his youth pastors or his uh, production leads, but just his friend.
1: Um, It was interesting that you brought up kids. Uh, like recently, when Cheyenne was in a volleyball game and just watching her, she had several serves where her team was winning those points. And I was proud of her and we fixed this. We're still learning, guys. Hey, guys, welcome to this episode of Connect with DP City. We are here with the beautiful co host, Ms. Sharissa Headley, the powerful Kai, and the lovely Sierra Ryan.
2: Hey. Hey. yeah.
1: I'm not going to lie, I forgot Kai's name for like three seconds, his last name, but it's Kai Aguilar.
0: It's Malachi. Yeah, it's
1: Malachi, Malachi Aguilar. Am I, am I the only one that's allowed to call you Kai, or what? You
2: could, you could. You could.
1: What do you want the people to call you?
2: Uh, I mean, they already know it's Kai, yeah, now, it's Kai but. now, Now it's Kai.
1: <laughs> so, what's new in the realm of youth? What is going on with you guys? How is life, how is summer vacation treating you?
0: It's going good. I got my permit now, so... I'm not driving illegally no more.
1: Well, you know, you better be careful. Cops listen to this podcast.
0: Oh, uh, I never drove illegally. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I've always
1: drove illegally,
0: and
3: yeah.
2: You just said I've always, I've always drove illegally.
0: I said legally no, no. Oh,
2: no
1: I, I drove illegally there <laughs> there always.
0: Playback. He's got his permit.
1: Sierra <laughs> Ryan, do you have your permit?
3: No, but I am 15 and a half, so, but I probably should get going on that.
0: Do it on paper. It's really easy.
3: Yeah, my mom's like, I'm not paying for all that right now.
1: <laughs> I mean, if you just took a break from dance for, like, one month, you got that.
3: I know, but I have to keep going. <laughs> don't
2: stop dancing don't I, listen I to him.
1: <laughs> Please don't stop, stop the, the, the music. News. I was just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> <So unthink. laughs> oh, man. So, um, Sierra, you joined us for our beach and baptism day. Mm-hmm. Did you have fun?
3: Yeah, it was fun. I got really burnt, but other than that, it was fun. Yeah.
2: Right. Like you guys are crazy out there.
3: I oh know. Gosh. I, I kind of got stuck in the riptide, but I got back. Did you? Yeah. I, I was like out there by myself. And then. Oh, that's always a good I, place like, to start. I looked over and like your guys' tents were like way on the left. <gasps> I had gone drifted to like the right and I kept trying to like paddle back and I wasn't moving. So I just had to like put my feet like down float? and just start floating <laughs> to the other side. So it took me a while. But she was
1: geez. like, Jesus, take me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kai gave a cool testimony last Wednesday night about baptisms and different things to the youth group, and then No showed us at the water baptism at the beach.
2: We kind of expected it, though.
1: I was busy. (laughs) Busy with what? Family. Too busy for two. You should have brought them. I know. What are you, Vin Diesel? No,
0: Worm has games. Malia has games, too. They both play soccer now. Uh, And then I have games Saturday, too. Kai play at Premier Indoor. Oh, nice. I play with the so we have that. And then just the whole day, we're just busy.
1: Yeah, the Aguilar family is very bu- is a very yeah. busy family. I mean, Oscar is a superintendent for an electrician company, Solar. And does Isaiah still work with him? Yeah. So Isaiah works with him. And then Worm and Mamas do sports nonstop. And yeah, you guys are nonstop going 100 miles per hour. So, so is the Ryan family. Yeah. You guys are pretty yeah. busy, too.
3: I'm just the first always here. so
1: Us, too. Yay. So if you're listening to this podcast, pastors, we would like some uh, beds implanted in on campus so that we can take <laughs> There's naps. There's all
2: little cot pull downs and everything. <laughs> I just want a couch in my office.
1: Well, the other day, um, it was like past working hours and me and the kids were in my classroom and um, Teresa had a few things that she had to finish and I was like, uh-uh, I'm taking a nap. So Sharisa walks into my classroom. I'm laying underneath my desk. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, where's dad?
2: He was already. He was so out. I was like, wake up. That is not comfortable. Like <laughs> at all. He's like, what? Oh, my gosh. Um, but no, serious. Couch in my in my office. Right. Yeah, that'd, be legit. I, that'd be
3: good. I think I've fallen asleep a few times in my grandpa's office. I'm just
2: saying Frank doesn't need his couch. No,
3: I feel like I mean—is he really in there that much? We could just take the couch. He
1: did say that I
3: could have it, so
2: I just gotta figure out how to get it.
1: I thought you're taking over his office when he retires. That's why you're gonna move it twice. Ooh, W I Q, winning. That's what the (laughs) W on my hat stands for. But um, anyways, so Kai, what is the next twenty years? look like for you
0: um i want to start my own business for kinesiology tape and then i want to go to college for actual kinesiology so
1: how does starting your own business for kinesiology tape work like you're just going to do cool tape designs um well
0: i'm thinking i'm making it like christian branded too so like um every roll on the inside you know how it's like plastic at the inside mm-hmm. um it's gonna have like one verse in a circle i'm thinking about putting like crosses like every couple inches on like that's each, each cool of tape. so it'd be like tape and like across across it's basically like
2: like every so often yeah and that'd be a cool way to like give measurement so like let's say it's like every 12 inches yeah. like there's a cross because then they know like okay or like every six inches whatever it is i like that that's good i'll support you on that
1: different yeah. uh, uh, scriptures on different types of tape yeah yeah. Like uh what the enemy puts together or what what uh no man can separate what God puts together cuz it's tape. Ooh. Right? That that that's should smart. be that's your that's smart. That's smart. That should be your uh, scripture for your logo. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> sign me up, man. I need, I need some advertising contracts cuz I got I got the big brain. And Sierra, what is the next 20 years look like for you
3: um well hopefully i'm done with college by then (laughs) because um i want to go for dance to be a dance teacher so hopefully i have a successful dance studio already running by then
2: oh i love that
3: married with kids i don't know
2: (laughs) 20 years hold on (laughs)
3: 35
2: yeah
1: 35 and a half we'll have some grandparents (laughs) on (laughs) campus
2: by that point, you won't want the half. You'll want to be taking away the half. <laughs> we'll have
1: Papa Steve and Nana Suzanne on campus.
2: Don't just assume that that's
1: what they want. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just assuming. Let them choose their here. own names. Right. Pastor
2: Steve, Pastor Suzanne, what names would you would you want?
1: Do you know yeah. the answer to that question?
3: Um, I don't know.
1: My kids know what I want to be called. What
3: do you want to be called?
1: Pops. P-O-P-S. Oh. That's but, what my dad was called. Yeah, so I want to kind of, like, live in his honor a little mm-hmm. bit. But before my dad died, I wanted to be Opa, which is Grandpa in German. But then when my dad passed away, I was Opa like... Opa oh. is
0: Grandpa in German?
1: Mm-hmm. Opa, and then Ua Opa is uh, great-grandpa. Oma is oh.
0: grandma.
1: Oa uh, Oma is... Yeah, o- Ua Oma is, like, great-grandma. So before my dad passed away, I wanted to be called Opa. But then when my dad passed away, I was like, ah, oh, you know what, I, I kind of want to, like... The same that he was you know so it's pretty exciting so kai you're a senior in high school this year you're playing football yeah i'm getting old i'm getting old <laughs> i already you're got back star. problems you know you already got back problems yeah, i do a, he already uh, needs
2: the kinesthetic uh, tape is that I how you say k- it mm-hmm. kinesthetic kinestheology
1: i don't know to be kinesthetic that's k- the tape that you're about, kinesthetic right? i think yeah Call Pastor Steve in here to get the I know, right?
2: You'll <laughs> <laughs> know exactly the brand and everything that you're supposed to get. <laughs> I, need,
0: I need to go to a chiropractor.
1: Because <gasps> like my right leg is longer,
0: shorter than my left
1: leg. When you get out of here, I mean, we could pray for you. But when you get out of here, <laughs> uh talk to Pastor Steve. He knows the right guy, the right chiropractor. He used to work with Dr. Collins. Mm-hmm. Dr. Collins has retired. Dr. Collins was a legit chiropractor in the Valley for a long time. He would actually like pray over you while he was cracking your back for and real? stuff. Yeah, uh, oh, legit. Amazing. I'm trying to go there. Yeah, but he retired. He was so cool. He was so, so cool. Um,
2: you just go get your uh, sports physicals without having to wait for like forever from your doctor. You go and get it done. Like, for
0: me, I just go to the one next to, uh, I think, Acacia. Mm-hmm. And that one, bro, I go, 20 bucks. I'm in there. I'm out of there in like 10 minutes. All he does is check your weight, your height. Are you hurt? No? All right, you're good. Oh, for you're your fine. sports physical. Can you breathe? Yeah. Yeah, I thought you were talking good. about for your
1: chiropractic. I was like, that sucks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> you're out there for 10 <laughs> minutes. Mm. Dang. Um, so you have all the big things coming up this year. You have prom. You have grad night. You have graduation. You have senior night for football, senior night for lacrosse. Are I'm, you playing oh, a winter sport? I'm doing soccer, too. Senior night for soccer. So you have a big year coming up. Yeah. So listen, DP City, if you guys want to support... Our very own youth member, Kai, you guys can go out to the Hemet High, which we don't normally promote Hemet High on this podcast, but you could go to the Hemet High Stadium on any given sports season and support Mr. Kai Aguilar. Yes, sir. You already know. Come on. What number are you going to. Oh, you don't know what number you are in football yet? Nah.
0: But for lacrosse, I know. I'm either going to get 99 or zero.
1: Oh, those are the two G numbers. Those are two captain numbers. That's pretty legit. Um, And then. So, Sierra, we are announcing our upcoming Ablaze conference. Mm. It comes out in September 23. We are fully booked. We have rappers. We have worship. We have speakers. Why don't you share a little bit about the first two Ablaze conferences and kind of what you experienced or observed, and then after you, Kai, can, can also attest to it.
3: Okay. Well, the first one, I definitely was, like, more behind the scenes on that. Like, I was at, like, most of your guys', like, meetings and, like, uh, like passing out like flyers and stuff, so I feel like when I went into it, I kind of already knew what it was gonna be like. But I think it was really good. And then the second one, I like no idea what was happening, like wasn't at any meetings, and like I think it was cool that way because when I went to it, I had no idea who was really like speaking. Like I knew it, but I had like I had gone to like the worship practices for the last one, so going to it was kind of a cool experience. Like, yeah, I feel like at. Being grown up in this church, like, you don't really have the opportunity, like, to sit in a service and just sit there. Like, Mm -hmm. so going to a blaze and being able to do that was kind of a cool experience for me.
2: Oh, I love that. It's good. I think it's needed, especially with kids who um, work in the ministry all together. Like, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, Kyle and I, we grew up similar to you. I think you're definitely at a whole new level (laughs) (laughs) just because you bring so much to the table. Like, you're such just a valuable person Thank in general. You. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm sure shout out to Pastor Steve and Pastor Suzanne with that for raising such an amazing two kids altogether, but um but it's important to still feed your spirit and yeah. to still allow to be a kid, obviously, but just to have that time with God. And mm-hmm. I don't I know you definitely spend time with God altogether, but um, to go to conferences like that and be able to Yeah. Enjoy it altogether similar with the with the service right Mm -hmm. like it's so different when you're so used to every single week being behind the scenes doing like different work being part of the making the service come into what it is Mm -hmm. versus walking in and actually being able to be greeted and right (laughs) and then um be able to sit down and enjoy the worship it's
3: so different it's really different
1: did you have a sermon that stuck out to you and, like, that has stuck with you since Ablaze?
3: Oh, yeah, Charissa's, um When she had the um, one with, like, the glow sticks, oh, I remember. Yeah. When they started singing, like, Let It Rain, like, for whatever reason, it I, like, broke down, and it was such a weird, like, feeling for me because, like, I've grown up around people that, like, they did that, but, like, I never felt comfortable showing that, and I never had the opportunity, I feel like, because I was always, like, backstage or back in the sound booth and like I didn't feel like that connection but when I was up there I was like oh this is a weird feeling I remember like walking away from it and I was like I don't want to tell anyone but and then I was like why not like so I went like to my mom and she was told me like this is like normal like it's the Holy Spirit and yeah. so that like stuck with me oh was that, that your first encounter
2: like true encounter with the Holy Spirit
3: um I would say it was like I had had times where like I felt like the urge like something like weird inside of me but that was like the first time that I didn't care that like Mm -hmm. anyone saw me I was like I don't care anymore
2: yeah because you're so wrapped up into that feeling and yeah and being in his presence all together
3: it was cool it was a cool experience thanks
1: I still love that that sermon. I, I still think you need to make a shirt that says "Broken but Beautiful" with like a glow you stick should. on it yeah. or something. have one. Should. Should. Or like a glowing shirt for. I think that's a good shirt. Oh, you're for, talking about for the, for church, store. the church store. Yeah, sure. for the youth the youth page because that shirt was or that um, sermon was amazing. Mm-hmm. So amazing, Kai. Do you have a a little testimony from a blaze one or two or?
0: I think the second one hit me more because I brought, I brought my little brother warm. So, like, when we brought him in, like, just seeing him, like, being active with God and, like, I think breathing and bringing in rap helped him a lot, too, because he likes rap. So, it kind of brings something he likes while, like, having something to do with, like, being around God. Mm -hmm. And, like, seeing him cry, that hit me the most. Like, I think it was your sermon where he cried. Mm. And, like, I think he just, like, he really felt the sermon. So, like, I was, like, wow, like just seeing knowing that I could bring my little brother Mm. into something beautiful like it's pretty cool
2: yeah I love that I feel I get the same way when it comes to like my little siblings when I see them worshiping God or even our kids like I think as a parent that's like one of the most rewarding things like even like with Kenai like (laughs) we'll be at a movie and They'll make comments like, oh, God's not real or there is no God. And he'll literally scream out (laughs) at the top of his lungs. That's a lie. God's real. I love Jesus. Like he'll just start in the middle of the theater, like with a bunch of people around him. And I'm like, those type of moments are the treasured moments because it shows that maybe when you show love to like your siblings or you tell them about God or whatever it is, um, or even just bringing them to church. And even if it's a fun day and then. All those are good seeds and good build-up moments to the breakthrough moment, like where it actually clicks in their mind and it, they actually understand. I love I love God not yeah. because someone else is making me, but I truly love Him and I understand that He loves me now, type of thing. But I was gonna say about that sermon. <laughs> so if you know me, I'm Sierra and I we probably definitely relate and <laughs> Pastor Suzanne, um, the. We have OCD. We like to plan things. We <laughs> yeah. like to um, coordinate and everything. I remember I was already nervous as it was to have to give a message on stage because it's different. I think when like we're sitting in the youth room and I have no problem talking with teens and with kids in general and people, but it's obviously it's a different level type of thing on a bigger scale. And um, I'm a planner, so I was trying to plan out my my sermon for like months and trying to get like I had God had given me the concept and like I had some of the small pieces but literally I think up until the night before um was like a good portion of it like it was done and even up until like that day like I was like trying to um <laughs> um
1: trying to put it all together and like piece it in and and kind of yeah
2: and i was like i was in one sense i was frustrated with god i was like god like i'm here i'm trying to dive into you i know you have something good like i i just want to do my best to try to put it on paper so that way i'm prepared in that way it flows type of thing and um it was a good moment for god to just kind of show me that you know what don't like you don't have to worry about it like let me worry about it let me flow through you and he definitely helped me put a decent run through on my paper but I feel like what came out was completely just from him and I'm really thankful for that because had it had been more me who's to say it would have reached you know the the people that it did touch Mm -hmm. and I think that happens so often with a lot of our messages um whenever we teach and stuff like that is a lot of and any good preacher, like even Pastor Bob this past week, <laughs> um, he he got on stage with a quick turnaround, <laughs> like spur of the moment type thing. And he wasn't even done with his sermon. He's like, well, we're just going to trust the Holy Spirit's going to bring what he needs to bring. And it was a really good sermon, like really good. And I love that because when you allow the Holy Spirit in, he brings in everything that's needed.
1: That's the most important part, like when when delivering delivering a sermon you can try to put as much together as you want, but the more you try to control it, the less room for the Holy Spirit you're allowing. And not that you should go up there with like, okay, I have a title and that's it, you know, and I'm just going to ramble and talk. Like you should have some uh, scriptures to back up your title and some main points, but always leave room for the Holy Ghost because if he wants to take it another direction or he wants, um, you know, A certain thing to be said there's so many times where I've been giving a sermon or a message and I'm like I don't even know why I said that like that wasn't in my notes you know but it was that little note it was that little phrase or that little word or that little thing that actually impacted somebody more than any of the other things I said you know and so um there's that there's that gray area I think I think between you and me we make a good team because you're super, super prepared and I'm, like, really, really <laughs> underprepared. No, so and so, like, the two of us together kind of... I mean, I take my sermon seriously when I when I get the chance to preach. But, um, Kai, have you ever thought about, like, leading a Bible study or yeah. doing something like that? Yeah? Like I have.
0: what? I just... Um, just, like, kind of to the youth, like, just leading, like, a Bible study or, like, how you said, like, doing a sermon. But, like, I get anxiety so like i get shy so i don't
1: but the youth would be a good place to start because i mean there's like you know on a sunday there's like 20 of us and you're familiar with most of them you know i think that'd be cool we should set that up i would be totally down to have you Uh. do a a youth sermon
2: he did really good this past wednesday
1: yeah he did really
3: really good
1: what about you sierra have you ever thought about preaching a sermon or doing like a Um, bible study or something
3: I had a lot of interest in it probably like a year or two ago, and then when I kind of got the opportunity to do like announcements and offering on like a Sunday morning or like even like the online uh, like Bible studies, after I did it, I realized how much I liked being like behind the scenes, and so mm-hmm. I would be open to it, but I definitely like doing the behind the scenes more, I think.
1: Mm, like um, like producing and yeah. that type of stuff. Well, one thing we haven't talked about yet is the fact that Sierra owns um, her own photography company mm-hmm. now.
2: I know. It's crazy. You, you didn't do the whole intro.
1: I know. I'm so sorry. You own a photography?
3: Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's tiny. Like, I haven't even really. It's like, it's out there on like Instagram, but it's more like a side job to it's make it. It's the
2: beginning money. stages, but it's really good. Should yeah, we? so if
1: you're looking to get your senior pictures done. I haven't even done them yet, dude. My mom. We like, need to
2: hurry up. I know a girl
0: (laughs) I I just don't know like what to do Like Like ideas wise
2: You have so many things that you could do all together Like Sierra recently did uh, Tyler and Phoebe's Mm -hmm. um, pictures Yeah Yeah, and then um, you also did some for Alyssa Alyssa, And then Mm -hmm. I
3: just finished doing uh, Tracy and Freddie I did their family So I'm actually editing that right now
2: You did theirs? I didn't know that Yeah How cool Give us give us a little bit of sneak peek. Yeah, did, I will. did they come out really good?
3: Yeah, they they came out really good. We did it at um I think it was like her uncle's like they had like a like an old barn, so we did it in front of that. Then we went down to the orange groves. Mm-hmm. So we did we did some of that and with all their kids. So it was cool. Who
2: was it that told me something funny that little Lexi said? Oh yeah, so we went to was the orange you? groves
3: <laughs> and um, <laughs> she was like sitting and we brought like a, a white blanket she could like sit on and do like in front of like a tree uh-huh. and she turns to me and she's like I don't know who picked this spot, but it was a stupid idea. <laughs> that little girl's so funny! Oh my goodness, I Absolutely
1: love her. Absolutely burned. <laughs> that that girl just nonstop.
2: She's spicy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's, I love her. She is so funny.
1: Teresa and I have almost adopted her as one of our really all of the Gonzalez kids. I know. But um, she's so funny. Yeah. She's just she speaks her mind. She tells you what she's thinking. Mm-hmm. Like she's she
2: came into the booth this past Sunday too. And I don't even know, like, what brought her in type of thing. But she just came in. She's, like, just sitting there staring at me. I'm, like, oh, what happened, Mama? And then she's, like, nothing. And just looks at me. I was, like, oh, okay. You just want to come hang out? She's, like, yeah. I was, like, all right. I was, like, hi. But, she, yeah, she definitely has, like, a mind of her own. And she's, like, she's all of, like, the how would you describe it between the two parents? Like she's all the quietness and like that side of Freddie, but yeah. then she's all the spunky side of Tracy. Mm-hmm. And like, she has her own
1: blend. I played hot hands with her one time and now she thinks that's our thing. She always comes <laughs> up to me and is like, drops her hands in front of me and I'm like, all right, she's I like, guess I'm we'll gonna play. Win. Yeah.
2: So who do you think you're more like from your parents and like, which side did you get?
3: Um, I think I got, uh, let me think. I think I have my dad's side when it comes to, like, the way that he, like, talks to people. Like, his sarcasm, I think I have that a lot. Like, with people <laughs> I'm, like, comfortable with. But I think I'm, like, my mom in the way that, like, I'm kind of introverted with certain people. But, like, when I'm around people that I'm comfortable with, like, I'm a totally different person.
2: I love how silly you get.
3: That is, like, <laughs> literally.
2: Okay, so you and my sister Sierra, I feel like you guys bring out, like, a completely different Person, when you're in your gigglies, right?
1: The fun, yeah. The funniest thing was at the beach when Sierra was like diving for <laughs> yeah. volleyballs and like rolling around in the sand <laughs> and stuff. I was laughing so hard. And then we're all sitting there on the shore. That's
2: the that's my we favorite. We look
1: over and she's like, I don't even know ex- exfoliating her skin with wet <laughs> sand or
2: something. No, no. She was out in the jumping the waves Mm -hmm. with your mom and with all the kids and stuff like that and then out of nowhere she just comes up and she's laughing she's talking just and she just sits down and stuff and we're like just talking with her and then all of a sudden her mom looks at her and she's like sierra what are you doing she's like oh you know she's like i'll be right back (laughs) but you just came out and you're laughing you're joking and stuff and then you went back in it i love that side of you yeah that was
1: that was a good day that was that was funny how good was it, Kai? It was a good day, huh? Yeah, it was
0: really good, actually. The best day, huh? Yeah. <laughs> had so a, we had a game. It was pretty good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so what what would you say that, um, that you got from your parents? Which oh, one are you more dad.
0: like? Oh, my dad. I'm like 27, 24-7, like, just goofy. Yeah. I got my dad for sure. Like, I'm not, well, I say a little bit my mom because I get a little shy, like, if I don't know the person at all. Mm-hmm. But once I get to know them and I'm comfortable, like... My dad's side comes out, where I'm just completely, like, this goofy. Yeah. What
2: did you say, like, the organizational side? Are you more like your mom or like your dad?
0: Have you seen his room? My dad, yeah. I'm not organized. <laughs> not recently, oh, so it's, I have it's, not, no hold on. <laughs> it's messy, but I'm organized. Like, I know where everything is. But, like, like my mom cleans it, and it's like... Your what? mom cleans
1: your room, bro? Bruh. Uh,
0: no, it's like, dude, because, like, I'll be out, and I'll come back, and, like, things will be in different spots. I'm like where is it and she's like oh it's there i'm like it's so hard it's so like i, I don't like i don't know where anything is now so i gotta re-messy it you gonna have to
2: find a woman who's very much like his mom <laughs> house no, clean please, of this no, chaos oh no
1: <laughs> i like a messy desk too now it is organized chaos it is uh you know it's i know where everything's at but you couldn't go in and, and find something that you want But Albert Einstein said a messy desk is a sign of a genius. So I just take it as a... um,
2: Would you agree, Sierra? Um,
3: I can't can't say I agree or disagree. I I like myself organized. Like, when I was younger, we do, like, the crafts. And, like, I would, like, organize, like, my trash. Like, I'd, like, cut around, and then I would, like, organize, like, the paper on, like, the side. And then I'd, like, after, like, a certain point of time I'd go over and like pick up the trash and go put it in the trash and then have a new pile like it was
2: that's OCD to a Here's new level.
1: The real oh question. my goodness.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Did we just reveal something?
1: <laughs> Here's the real question. How do you open up your Christmas presents?
3: Oh. Oh, that that, that doesn't bother me. I just,
1: just open them. You just open them? Yeah.
3: Like uh I always know like the bags I can't rip because my mom wants to keep them. So right. I I never rip the bags, <laughs> but like wrapping paper
0: I don't we don't care about. Kai i punch it. Oh my What if goodness. there was a dog in there? <laughs> Not a dog getting punched. <laughs> Dang. That's now, like, done. if it, if it's a box, like, I'll feel it. I'll be like, if it, I'll squish it high, like, oh, it's a box. Boom. I'm just punching it. See, yeah. I
2: put I put notes on some of our siblings' um, boxes. Like, I'll tell them, like, be careful. Uh, the holes are there for a reason. Like, something's trying Living, to breathe. Living, caution. Yeah, <laughs> caution. So, so they have to, like, hard. look. And then I give challenges. Like, I like saying you can only open it with, like, an oven mitt, or, like, you can't, like, so our family, Ooh. we use knives for, to open up everything, and so, like, I, I'll give them stipulations, like, you can't use a knife, or you can't hmm. use any sharp objects to open this up, and so it's, like, taping. <laughs> you the you like, should do one time?
1: You should get a box full of water balloons, fill them up, <gasps> and then tell them to use a knife to open it.
2: Around something, like an electronic, they can get water damage? That'd be horrible.
1: No, so that <laughs> when they... When they use the knife to open it, the water balloon explodes, like, in their lap. That's funny. Charissa, she's getting better. But she used to be, like, a, take the tape and, like, fold the thing and, like, take the tape and, like, unfold it. And, like, the, like you could reuse the wrapping paper after she because was Because
2: I like – so I used to like to, like, scrapbook and, like, save mementos. So I would save certain ones that I really liked, and then I would put them with that memory or save different pieces, so – I like for to Audi um, me, sir.
1: I like to rip the wrapping paper, make little baseballs out of it and throw them. <laughs> at paper. I like to do that now too. That's why I said you you come a long way. Yeah, I said that.
0: I'm good. I'm the only yeah. person in my family with the bags. I rip it. Like everyone like my mom's like, "Oh, save the bags." I'm like, "Nah." She just, doesn't
1: she doesn't wrap yours in bags anymore. Oh, no. All yeah. of them
0: are in boxes or wrapping paper. Yeah.
2: What they should do is put it around a, a little baby safe. So then he goes.
1: That's what I'm saying. If Kai <laughs> was my kid and I saw him punching boxes, I would, like, wrap, like, weights or something and, like, No, teach I wasn't him a saying, lesson. like,
2: wrap around the safe. I'm saying put it in a safe. Me- that's oh.
1: messed up. Come on. <laughs>
0: that bro.
2: way he could see the safe and he knows he can't use force to do it. He's got to use analytical. Mm-hmm. And then put clues as to what the numbers are.
1: Like blues clues?
0: A little, a little scavenger hunt.
1: So yeah. what is your favorite subject in school, Kai? Sports medicine. Okay, what is your favorite traditional subject in school, Kai?
0: <laughs> math, because math is so easy. It's like I I, I used to fall asleep in class like, and not do homework, and then I only passed that class because I aced the test. Like, it's so easy. But you're just outing yourself
1: on this <laughs> podcast.
0: <laughs> this is a true Tony. I, <laughs> I hope
1: your teachers aren't <laughs> listening to this. Hopefully not. So
2: wait, what math are you in right now? Or will you be going into?
0: I don't know, to be honest. I finished Algebra 2, though. So pre so Yeah.
2: Well, there could be a couple different statistics. Uh, what is it called? Not geometry. Life math. Business no, no, math. No. Oh, yeah, that could be one. Uh, what is the other one? Oh, Tr- my gosh.
3: Trigonometry?
2: Yes, trigonometry. Thank you.
1: I think trig is after pre-cal. Yeah, it is. I could be wrong. I'm not a math expert at all. And Sierra, no, what I is think your favorite? It's
2: like half a semester though. I have no so idea. So that might be right. Like half and half. One
1: semester. Mm. Sorry. What is your favorite subject?
3: Um it kind of goes back and forth, but this last year I actually really liked grammar. Mm. Because we had we had good literature books. Like mm. I I like reading, so I liked it.
2: What books did you guys read?
3: Um we read uh The Count of Monte Cristo. And then we read To Kill a Mockingbird. That was like my that was love, my
1: favorite. I book. love that bird. To Kill a Mockingbird. Well, I love that bird. <laughs> Me too. Like, I like that <laughs> book. To Kill a Mockingbird yeah. is good. And then
3: we read Animal Farm. And like, it was kind of weird, but like the the analogy was good. Like I was it's it was weird reading a book about animals, but it had such a like dark meaning. Mm.
1: I don't think I've read that one. Is A yeah. Count to Monte Cristo the Edgar Allan Poe, Poe book?
3: I is it the one where him. he
1: uh traps the guy in the wine cellar and kills him? No. Oh,
3: that's
2: account of a,
1: no. That's account of a Ma- Monty or something like that. It's yeah, Edgar Allan Poe is like a super dark author. But that's Ugh. like a short. But it's like a short story. A short
2: one. That one's really. Yeah. It's like
1: five pages long or something like that. Oh. But yeah, it's all about like he traps his mortal enemy in, in a wine cellar and like locks him in there.
2: Well he kills no no, he kills someone, right?
1: Something like that.
2: He kills someone and then he puts him underneath the floorboards. And so this whole time he he's hearing I think it was a clock or something, so he like takes out the clock or you I know, know what you're what what I'm talking, talking about now. And I know what you're talking he, about. He but he when he goes to sleep he keeps hearing it. Keeps hearing it and then um later on he ends up like opening up and he realizes it's, it's the heart that's beating mm-hmm. or something like that,
1: yeah. right? In the I box. remember that. Edgar Allan Poe. He's dark. He's dark, yeah. but he's such a good writer. But even, in my opinion, even better than his writing is his artwork. Like, he did a lot of his own drawings and paintings and stuff, and his artwork is fantastic. I would love to own, like, a Edgar Allan Poe replica or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite short story I've ever read in Grammar was The Most Dangerous Game. I think I've talked to you about it before. It's a really short story, but basically it's, like, this rich hunter who gets bored of hunting like lions and elephants and He's things done like them that. All. He's done everything. Mm. So he owns his own island and what he does is he kidnaps people and drops them on their island and then he hunts them. Well, he ends up kidnapping the wrong guy. He ends up kidnapping like a marine vet or something like that and tries to hunt him and the whole the whole thing like swaps on his head and the marine vet ends up winning the game. Oh, yeah. Shoot. It's only, it's short too. It's like 5 pages. We read it, I think freshman year or maybe eighth grade something like that mm. but um really really good book and there's something to be said for people who could write short stories like that so good They're because captivating. it's captivating yeah it's mm-hmm. captivating it has three acts it has a beginning a middle or the end but they do it in five pages mm-hmm. or six pages you know and it's like oh my gosh like i have a hard time telling a whole story over like 200 pages yeah. let alone like six pages and it's just like it's so inspiring speaking of writing didn't you get your st- short story published in our school um, our school fall yeah. Create, creative?
3: Yeah, it's actually kind of funny because at the beginning, our grammar teacher told us that the short story had to be for kids. So I, like, geared it towards kids. And then at the end, I heard about what, like, the sixth graders wrote. And I was like, so it wasn't geared toward kids. Like, it could have been anything. But, yeah, mine was on squirrels, so... <laughs>
1: Well, I didn't, squirrel. I didn't know that it was supposed to be. It, it turns out after I talked to our principal that I, I didn't give the full information to my oh. students. I didn't know it was supposed to be about kids or for kids. So I literally told my sixth grade students, like, what kind of book do you have? What kind of story do you want to tell? Tell that story. Now, that was a mistake because some of my kids couldn't, like, gather all their thoughts together. And I had, like, assassin cowboys who were football players that went back <laughs> in time and, like, made no sense at all but a couple of them actually wrote really interesting yeah. stories i think
3: it's like at the end it was cool because like it, it was more a book for people like to look back and be like wow like a 12 year old wrote this like, mm-hmm. it's a really good book
1: and it's also good to look back and and be like um you know maybe in like two or three years you go back and read it and see how far your writing has come from yeah. where it started
2: The thing thing with like drawing and all that really quick i looked it up it's called uh, the Telltale Heart by Edgar yeah. Allan Poe. Edgar Allan. I don't Allen think that's Paul. the one
1: I was talking no, no. about.
2: No, the one I'm saying about the with the, the heart, heart. Mm. how he puts it underneath the floorboards.
1: Um. Right. Yeah. If that's that know. one,
2: maybe. I
0: think I think it is that one. Right. Yeah. Where he where he walks in the room and like he just kills him.
2: Well, he ends up dying of like, from the anxiety or something like that because
1: he just falls, no?
0: Something like that. So,
1: A Cask of Amontillado is a short story by Edgar Allan Poe written in 1846. The story is set in an unnamed Italian city at a carnival. It's about a man taking fatal revenge on a friend who he believed insulted him. And he kills him by trapping him in a wine cellar.
0: Maybe it's the same
2: thing. Maybe we're totally...
0: That's totally off. Hold on. <laughs> but so
2: does he keep getting like, um, just like he, he keeps hearing something when he goes to sleep?
1: No, not in this one. Um, yeah, no. It says that the narrative follows a person being buried alive, which is similar to multiple Edgar Allan Poults, like the Telltale Heart. So it's just it's just another story. Edgar Allan Poe was very dark, um, but there obviously is a what's the word like a consumer base for his style of writing yeah um i'm more into like books like the hunger games percy jackson maze runner
2: those are good well you you didn't read the maze runner did you
1: no but i'm more into books like oh sorry yeah um well i'm
2: saying because your sister read them and i know she gave us really good
1: Detail. I have the Maze Runner series, but I have, it's so hard for me to sit down and read a book time wise lately. Um, audiobooks work really well for me because I could do like chores and stuff while I'm listening to them, but you know, I get See, wrapped I in get th- into I those. get wrapped into them. And, like it's like the only thing I want to do until I finish it, mm-hmm. and so like I'll put on my headphones and like just disappear from the world. That's
2: how I am, at least with a good book. Do you guys like to read? Mm-hmm. I don't oh. like to
0: read it at all, but yeah. some books get me. Like Charlotte's Web. That's that's a book that got this me. This guy. I I bro. <laughs> um, when we finished it in Mr. Mr. Kobayashi's class, I'd I'd go back. To hey, hold up! <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Kobayashi, oh, yeah.
1: best seventh grade teacher in Hammett and Santa Santa. He's doing sixth grade now. Best. Teacher in Hammett and San Sono, I will die on the horn for that. Mr. Kobayashi changed my life. I'm not even kidding. No,
0: he, that's what changed me for English. Like I used to hate it, but Mr. Kobayashi showed up. I was like, oh, this is fun. Like
1: I hated He's school. Funny. I hated school. Yeah. I hated everything about school. Mr. Kobayashi legit changed my life. Really set me on the course. It took me a while, but I look back to so so much of who I am now. I attribute to how he was in that class, because he was stern, he was hard, but at the same time, every day I looked forward to going yeah. into that class.
2: He was funny. He
1: was funny. Oh, he's so
0: hilarious. He's crazy, too. <laughs> I, did, I, did,
1: I think some kid had to sniff
0: his belly button cheese to get an A. What? Or something like that, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is one time I got
1: <laughs> detention, and I didn't know what for, and I went into his class, and he had his PlayStation, PlayStation 2. Oh, yeah. Pulled it out, and me and him played Madden together for, like, 20 minutes.
2: What a good punishment!
1: Yeah, it was Mr. K, Mr. K was man like he was the best. I aspired to be a teacher like Mr. K. He was he was amazing. But anyways, Charlotte's Web. When you finish <laughs> Charlotte's Web, Dude,
0: I went to the library and I rechecked it out. It was a good book. And the Outsiders that oh I love. What's that the Outsiders about? It's a classic. It's um, Ponyboy Soda Soda Pop.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know what it's and about. They, it's like it's like Warriors or the something. The
2: movie they made the movie. Um, based off, of, or is it the movie based off of it, or the no, book? it's the based book? off
0: the book, I believe. Okay, yeah. And then basically, it's greasers and socials. It's like the rich versus poor. Oh. And like the whole like time they're going at each other, at each other, and then um, it's just like a comparison of the lives, and it's just different. It's pretty cool. Mm. Do you
1: have like a a favorite book of all time? Um, I'm trying to
3: think. Oh, okay. So my mom read these books. I. I can't remember what the author's name was, but she's, like, not a very well-known author. They're called, like, literally just the arena. And I read all of the series, and it's kind of funny because, like, the more that you read it, you realize how much her style changes because she's such a small author. Like, her...
2: Like, she was growing
3: through it. Yeah, like, she was growing, but I really liked it. I think I would recommend... They're small books, but... What is it about? So, pretty much, it's, like this sister and her younger sister live up in these like mountains and pretty much the world was like coming not like to an end but it kind of was like destroyed and they lived in an area where like if they found people that were like not part of i guess you could say like the um group the people were like 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 the bad people i guess if they found you then they would kill you or they take you in kind of like the nazis and um pretty much it's just her trying to, like, survive with her sister, and, like, they meet a few people along the way, and, like, she, like it's called The Arena because they, it's like gladiators. They, mm-hmm. like, you, like, fight to the death if you have to get put into the arena, and she gets put into the arena and, like, fights off, like, three different people, but it, it's a good book. Like, it's mm-hmm. kind of cool being able to see, like, a young female girl being portrayed as such a strong person and, like, getting through it and everything. So you, so you were.
2: You like the Hunger Games, then too. Yeah, so that sounds not the same, but it's definitely similar. there's some similarities. I think
3: it's actually it's very similar to the Hunger Games. I would recommend it if you like That's those. That's cool. I might have
2: to check out the Arena <laughs> series.
1: I think <laughs> uh, I think we own it. The library does, or they ha- or they have it.
3: Yeah, I have I have the third one, but I probably should bring it back. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> They have, um, I liked Where the Red Fern Grows. Did you ever read that one? Whoa. That one made me cry. Yeah, that's about a, a, a boy who has no friends. So he, get, he adopts two dogs, and then it's just like his life with his dogs, and then the dogs die. Yeah, it's pretty sad. sad. <laughs> holes is one of my all-time favorite books. I love the book and the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny. My dad actually made me dig holes as a punishment. I thought it was the funniest <laughs> thing. I had to dig holes for our palm tree. <laughs> because he was planting palm trees. Books are so cool, man. Like, reading, honestly, it unlocks, like, a whole nother level of intelligence because you learn how to, um, like, gather information and resources. They said, like, people that read, like, um, mystery novels and, like, stuff like that, like, they learn how to analyze and, like, um, I don't know, just, like, I don't really like mystery novels because that's too much guesswork for me. <laughs> and, like, I don't feel like like, going back when they reveal something and be like, did they say that? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And, like, you're searching for, like, the answer and, like, yeah. the pages and stuff like that, but it's... I, I prefer science fiction and stuff with, like, I don't know, superheroes and, like, stuff like yeah. that. I like when people can, like, shoot water out of their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff's cool. Yeah.
3: I always I always find myself, though, getting wrapped up in, like, the rom-coms,
1: though. Rom-coms? Yeah, What's a rom-com? Romance comedy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like,
3: right now, I'm reading The Summer I Turn Pretty. I'm on the second book. And, like, I like reading those kind of books because, like, mm-hmm. it just feels like you're just, like, walking with them. Yeah. It's so kind of cool.
2: So, like, the perspective when it changes yeah, I from like Susie it. to... Yeah. Because
3: me, about. my mom, and my <laughs> sister, we always are watching, like, rom-coms. Like that's just. What's your
1: favorite cool. rom-com movie?
3: Um, I actually really liked Five Feet Apart. We all oh. watch that together. Is that
1: a rom-com? Because I heard that one's sad.
3: Okay, it, I guess.
1: That's one no, the one with the Sprouse really brother, rom-com. right? Yeah, yeah it's yeah.
3: that's really good. Or, I mean, I, f- I feel like a classic is like Mean Girls or like Clueless. <laughs> I feel like they're all good.
1: My favorite rom-com of all time is The Proposal. Have you seen that? I don't think so. It is so funny. It's
2: with, um, what's the guy's name? Oh, um, my
1: gosh. Ryan, something, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Oh,
2: really? And Sandra Bullock.
1: And so it's basically, like, he gets fired. I think he gets fired, but then something happens where his boss, like, needs him, and he's, like, going on a family vacation, so then they pretend to be engaged for some reason. (laughs) And they end up, like, falling in love, but, like, it's a fake engagement at first. It is so funny, though. Mildly inappropriate, but so funny. (laughs) What's your favorite movie of all time, Kai? Like, your go-to movie?
0: Ooh, that's hard. Um... Harry Potter. I'm a Harry Potter nerd. On <laughs> my like Crocs, I got charms on charms. I got a $20 metal stitch mm. charm. Dude, I love
1: Harry Potter. Mm. What? And Jesus, right? Yeah. yeah, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Jesus? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I'm with you. I like the Harry <laughs> Potter movies, too. Big fan, especially around Christmas time. Oh, Cheyenne's man. watched one of them.
3: She watched it, yeah. I don't think she wanted to watch the rest. She just watched no. one. <laughs> hey,
1: give or take, you know, it's you're either into science fiction and fantasy or you're not. Yeah. I like The Lord of the Rings. I like the Chronicles of Narnia. I like all that kind of stuff. That's fun. Sometimes I feel like I was born in the wrong time. Like I feel like I should have been a pirate because I love the ocean. I love pirate, pirate movies. No, I'm serious. I'm like, dead serious. I love the pirate movies. I I don't know if you
2: could be a pirate.
1: I'm not mean enough to be a pirate, (laughs) but maybe I should have been like a sailor like on the Spain, like the Spain army or something like that. I've always felt like, I've always felt drawn to like the ocean. One of my dreams or like uh, bucket list things is like they have a, a cruise that you can go on that you actually cruise on like an old pirate ship and you have to like work the ship and like run the sails. That and sounds like so cool. Right, but then you think you're going on vacation and you're working, bro. You're like yeah. swabbing the deck and it's not like it's. I'm here and there for the it. Experience. I'm like thinking about yeah. it like that sounds like so much fun. And then at the same time, like, uh, like, do I, really want, do I really want to do that? Yeah. You know?
2: See, as long as you don't go into a tiny little submarine to go <laughs> <laughs> to the, the Titanic. Yeah, if you're listening <laughs> to our podcast and you want to pay
1: $250,000 just to die, go ahead and donate that to DP City Church. <laughs> we'll do we'll a lot sure of good with We'll make sure you accept
2: Jesus as your Lord and Savior first. <laughs> we'll do a lot of good
1: with that donation. You know they're doing that for
0: space now? That one for space. It's like a ship where like I think it's like a hundred grand. Yeah,
1: Elon Musk has a ha, is uh, I think it's Elon Musk He's, uh created an airplane that actually flies in the last section of the atmosphere between Earth and space. Yeah, and it's supposed to be able to minimize travel time by half of whatever travel time is now. And you're also flying at the highest altitude. You're technically in space when you when you yeah. do that, but you're still like in Earth. It's a weird. It's a weird equation, mm. but um, yeah, it's supposed to be like a hundred thousand dollar ticket to do that. To and I, mean, I think it goes explore. from <laughs> I think it goes from New Mexico to like New York in like two hours or something. Something. Do like you believe
2: people really went and landed on the moon? I don't know, honestly.
1: I think so. I think so. Yeah.
2: Okay, hear me out though. They say that they find people that are like living right now. So like the Challenger, obviously you guys were too young, but like the Challenger went into space and (coughs) that's the one that
1: blew up in the 80s, I think. Mm -hmm.
2: And then they they said that they have like actual proof that they found people that look just like them that are scattered out and that are living and they think it's them that they just like sent it up saying (laughs) that they were going to. And that exploded, and but the people are still alive.
1: Well, that's the weird thing. Like, supposedly Elvis didn't die until like three years ago, and he was like a homeless man. I
2: believe that
1: homeless man in San Diego, and they have like this this picture of this old guy in San Diego that died that looks exactly like Elvis. And I guess there's an interview where they asked him like, if you ever wanted to retire, what would you do? And he was like, I'd fake my death and just. and like there's all these things, and then there's like a bunch of clues that point to Tupac not being dead and that he's really living in Cuba. It's just like one of those <laughs> things that
2: or or uh, what's his name Nazi um, Hitler. If Hitler. you watch the if you
1: watch the do- he'd be dead now because he'd be like yeah. 160. But if you watch the documentary Hunting Hitler, it's a really good documentary that that kind of backtracks what happened after World War II, and a lot of um, people. You know, think that Hitler died in the bunker, that he committed suicide there, because the Third Reich was coming to an end, and like they were swarming him, and that he had no escape. But there's actually backtracked logs of some people that believe that he escaped to South America. To
2: Brazil, right?
1: Yeah, South America. Brazil, uh, different parts no, of I South know. America. Mostly Brazil, but he's kind of like, there's like oh, okay. other things in Chile and Argentina as well. And that um, he was trying to raise up another um like... Uh, Nazi army in South America to evade America from from Brazil. So if you go, there's some things in South America where, like, there's a little village in the mountains of Argentina that has all German architecture, all German food. They speak, they German, speak German. They're blonde. They have blue eyes. And it's what like an isolated village. And then there's, like, a mansion that they found, I think, in in Chile, in the bay, that has like swastikas on the on the doors and like different things. It's like a deserted mansion. It's called Hunting Hitler. I think it's three seasons. Super fascinating. Really good. And then they don't ever come to like inconclusive evidence of him escape. Yeah. Of him actually (laughs) escaping Germany, you know, but they do rise like a probability or like good questions that it is something that might have happened. They find um I think they find like an old Nazi submarine off the coast of Brazil, like sunk. Like 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 100 feet away from the shore or something like that. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Watch is it, it. Is it on Netflix? Um, I'm not sure. I think I think it's on um, Hulu, if anything. It's on Fire Stick, for sure. It's called <laughs> Hunting Hitler.
2: It's on Fire Stick.
1: And the host is really cool. His name is Tim Kennedy. He's a former UFC fighter, and he's an Army Special Forces sniper. Um, God-fearing Republican, really cool guy. I follow him on Instagram, or not Instagram, on Facebook, and he posts all kinds of cool stuff, like, inspirational. I'm a history geek. I could sit in here and talk to you guys about <laughs> World War II for yeah. hours. Yeah, that's how I am, too. I love World it's War II. It's interesting.
2: I just, I can't remember at it all. It's, some things are
1: interesting. Too. I watch some World War II documentaries for fun.
0: Yeah. I know. That's why I watch documentaries and <laughs> What do movies? you do
2: for fun, Sierra? <laughs> dance, um, huh? Yeah. What's guess. your favorite type of, or form of Dance.
3: Well, I've always done hip hop. So hip hop's like my favorite, but now that I've that I want to be a dance teacher, I I've kind of been like forced to do other ones. So mm-hmm. like even though I don't have all the experience, I think I, I like the I like watching contemporary. Like that's something mm. that I would I like watch it and I'm like, "I, I want to like do that like right now."
2: <laughs> have you ever watched like past seasons of So You Think You Can Dance?
3: Um I've yeah, I've watched them.
1: I sent her the the Neo Mad yeah, I don't know if she ever watched it. Yeah, I watched it's it. It's so good. So
2: they have so many good choreographed just performances all together in the earlier seasons. I'm not a fan of, like, past maybe season three. Now four. they're
3: just getting anyone.
2: Yeah, it's just too much all together. But um, it's probably been a good, what, how many years since we watched it? It's been a long time it? since we watched it. Yeah, we watched I would more say like of the original ones. There's
1: probably, like, 20 seasons now. So I would say, actually, like, the first... 10 seasons are pretty decent. Because, mm-hmm. like, the Neo performance, I think, is season six. Oh, um, You know, they. I really like when they get those guys off the street, like, fiction and, and stuff like that. And um, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, in the history of So You Think You Could Dance, the hip-hop dancers prove to be the most um, able to well adjust first. to other styles yep. than any other discipline. So, like, when they take the ballet dancers and they try to have them do tap – or they have, try to have them do hip-hop, or they try to have them mm-hmm. do contemporary or everything, they really, really struggle. But the hip-hop dancers seem to be able to adjust to any other mm-hmm. style that's presented to them, and they're able to... Well,
2: um, and I think they're used to picking up choreography so fast. Yeah. So it's like, okay, you need to do that. All right, move your body here. And they know how to, like...
1: I don't know. I think it's just yeah. muscle control. Yeah. yeah. It makes
3: me feel better hearing that because the last couple months having to learn other styles like ballet and jazz and contemporary is like, it's, it's strains my body, like the pain and stuff that um, like,
2: you did really good with keeping your feet like complete different sides. So I was thanks. really impressed.
3: Yeah. I've, yeah. I'm, I'm like watching some of the other girls at my studio. Like, I went to the recital, obviously I had my own hip-hop performances, but watching, like, the ballet and people being on point, it's just, like, it, like, makes me so happy because I'm, like, someday, like, I hope I can dance like that. Mm -hmm. So, like, I've gotten out of my comfort zone to where now I'm, like, texting some of the girls and I'm, like, would you be interested in, like, helping me out because your girl needs some help. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) but i bet you on the other end of that spectrum there's probably girls that are watching you dance and they're like man i wish one day i, I could do dance like that like confidence. like i wish one day i could yeah. i could do that too so i think that's a two way street and that's the beautiful thing about like a dance culture or like a you know a group of people that when you're around each other, elevating each other instead of like hating on each other and dissing and like, oh, my God, I do hip hop and you can't sit with us because you do ballet, like yeah. that whole thing, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and really going back to like DP City youth, that's kind of the culture we've tried to establish in our youth mm-hmm. group instead of being clicky and be like you have your high schoolers you know your junior hires mm-hmm. and you have this group and that group we really try to mold our youth group into being yeah. one big family and respecting each other's differences and and that's okay that you like soccer and i like video games or whatever but we can still be friends and we could still have a good time together you know i love this quote by kobe bryant it's one of my favorite quotes he says um, no matter what somebody does encourage them to be great at it mm-hmm. and so he's saying like listen i play basketball but i don't care what you do i just want you to be great like mm-hmm. just be great at whatever it is you do right
2: yeah Oh, that's good keep keep going girl i think you can get it thanks Hi, hiking i was watching um one of your guys practices the other day or were you guys just like is that one of the girls that came and like was oh, yeah. The lessons yeah yeah that was really cool to
1: see all right. Any final plugs or farewells? Come to come to Malachi's football games starting in fall, Friday night lights. Yes, well, they've
2: both been to um, summer nights.
1: Yeah, or Wednesday night summer nights for youth. So we always have something fun. Adults have edge service, and we have. You never know. You could show up and just be surprised because it's always something new. Mm-hmm. Any final plugs? No. What's your website?
3: Uh, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's uh, like. Sierra Ryan photography.com, but you'd have to, I just go to my Instagram. Just go to
1: Sierra Ryan's Instagram. If you're looking to book an appointment, she does everything from pet pictures to baby pictures and so on and so forth. (laughs) All right. We love you, DP city. Thank you for joining us today. We can't wait to get with you guys next time. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button share this podcast with your family and friends so you guys can connect with DP city. Bye.